same country shepherd, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in an anchor. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. It is seven minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza. And teleport, it is a brand new hour. Calvin, Speedy, Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, A.D. Van Adler, all in the mix. Merry Christmas from the entire Rick and Bubba show. Uh, Twelve working days of Christmas starts this Thursday uh, as we'll give away the first gift of the 12 working days of Christmas and the first gift of Rick and Bubba Christmas. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, how you doing? Rick, I am glad to be here. Speedy just gave me a Christmas gift when he said he needed my reading glasses. Oh, what a day. Look. Well, look <laughs> looking good, Santa's helper. Thank you. Um, all right, so uh, but, but they're back. Here, here they are. Uh, yeah, they it, are. it is the Adlers. Michael Adler, there he is, and Linda Adler. They gave us Eddie Van Adler. He's going to play drums with them today. Um, and, of course, uh, it is a Christmas tradition here at the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, if you are traveling and going to be around our fair city, uh, make plans, or if you live here, uh, to be at Christmas at Shades. It's my home church. If you've never seen the Christmas presentation, uh, it must be a bucket list for you. 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. local time. Uh, no tickets, no costs, nothing like that. All you have to do is just be there. All those details are at rickandbubba.com under show notes. So I told you we got Michael and Linda Adler here. Hannah Lair, there. Where's Hannah? Right there. She'll be singing with us today. Adam Bishop is here. Paul Carter, Cruz Smith, Eddie Nichols, Joy Grace Webb, Jessica Shadden, Riggs Taylor on guitar, and our very own Eddie Van Adler will be on drums today. So there, there we go. So, Michael, anything I need to add? Have, have, I, have I covered it? been a good year buddy we're gonna we're back to just celebrate the story of jesus it's wonderful and these people are killing it on this song you've never heard we three kings oh like this oh so this is and also like uh, one thing i didn't add when i did the promo mm. uh we just uh refurbished the entire worship center yeah so this will be the first christmas production in the new room new with the new lights with the new sound so pretty last night are Man. y'all stoked we are really, really fired up. It's gorgeous, Gor- and it's really wonderful. Yeah, sound is different. It's great. Yeah. All right. Well, here we are. Everybody I just named for you will now, as Adler just prom- promoted, the finest rendition of We Three Kings we've ever heard. Oh, man. Merry Christmas.
the hymns playing Gold I bring to crown him again King forever, ceasing never over us all to reign Have I incense songs a day or deny prayer and praising all men raising worshiping God on high? Coolest version of We Three Kings ever. Andrew, how about you playing with mom and dad right there? How'd that feel? Uh, and uh, yeah, we were just talking about your hair this past weekend. Good. Yeah, mom Good. and dad are excited Good. about that. Linda, how do you how do you like the new hairdo there? It looks real nice, honey. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. You look very handsome. Thanks, today, Mom. Sweetie. I love you so much. We, we were we were talking about that. that I'm so glad really you guys were talking about that. We were kind of stuff. Well, we ended up spending some time together this past weekend that we didn't expect. So we spent some time discussing you, and it was all very positive. Good. I'm so glad you guys are spending time together. It makes me so happy <laughs> to know <laughs> that y'all two groups are spending time together. Well, it's so close, great to have your family at work. <laughs> <laughs> Worlds colliding. Worlds colliding. It was good, though. We didn't talk about you probably more, what, half hour, 45 minutes? <laughs> Start out your childhood. And you <laughs> right. Worked your way up. Worked our way up. Mm-hmm. You know what? They told me some things that explained a lot. Right. right. It so. was funny. Y'all were spending time together. I was spending time with your pastor. <laughs> oh, boy, I bet you were. <laughs> it's not every day you see your pastor with his face painted. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, so, we'll... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll come back. There's more. There's more. And we're just getting a little snippet of uh, the entire production of Christmas at Shades. This Sunday, if you live in around our home city of Birmingham, 
then you definitely want to be there. If you're traveling in to see family or just want to make a road trip, 2 p.m. and 6 p.m., there's two presentations. It's certainly free. We'd love to see you there. More right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. past the hour merry christmas from the rick and bubba show the christmas season uh, starts officially today on the rick and bubba show things that you need to know 12 working days of christmas uh, will be coming up this thursday gift number one of the rick and bubba christmas season and it might as well go to you uh, also if you're shopping today for cyber monday don't forget the rick and bubba store uh, some new items the brand new rick and bubba double cd 25 big ones uh, is available uh, the hard copies are there now. It'll be coming soon uh, to Apple and all the other digital download uh, opportunities, but it's not there yet. Uh, hope to get it there quicker than we normally do, but we'll keep you posted on that. The Rick and Bubba Christmas ornament, the new one this year, celebrates uh, our 25th year of the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, those are limited, obviously. You can grab those before they're all gone. Uh, there's also you know, Rick and Bubba University sweatshirts, uh, Jesus Loves You and I'm Trying shirts. Those are popular. Common Sense is a superpower. Uh, some also, if you have someone that uh, likes to hunt, there's some great hunting hats there, hunters, orange and camo, uh, Rick and Bubba logo hats, ladies. If you like those felt lettered hats with RB on the front, we have those, those are great gift ideas, uh, retro lunchbox, uh, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, the camo kit, uh, for grilling. If you want our, our camo vest with all the grilling stuff there, Rick and Bubba spatula. Uh, if you don't have that, can you really grill? Uh, so a lot of great gift ideas at rickandbubba.com under the store today for Cyber Monday, so don't miss that. All right, so we, we have the Adlers and friends here from Shades Mountain Baptist Church. It is this Sunday, Christmas at Shades, uh, uh, 2 p.m., 6 p.m., uh, no charge for that. All you have to do is just be there. Uh, we heard uh, the coolest rendition of We Three Kings that any of us have ever heard, but how about this, Oh, There's More. Oh, there's more. So uh, this is gonna th- th- this is gonna be a combination of a little traditional and some new. We're gonna combo a couple of songs here, one that we've heard you know a long, long time, and then we're gonna put something that's that's current that's also powerful. Put these two together. Yeah. Is that what we have right now? That's what we're doing, Rick. Um, I I was just listening to you guys talk about uh, the merch and the and the but the season for us to come back to this place with all of you is uh, just a, it's a high privilege. But just think about those who have found um, a new path of life mm. through Christ and have said, um, th- this is the, the way I'm going to follow. I've, Game I've, changer. I believe Jesus was who he said he was. I believe that God sent his son for us. And, and really, from the beginning of time, when, when God created this earth and gave us the choice, <clears throat> come on along. Come on along, and I'll give you the Holy Spirit, and I'll give you power. I'll give you new eyes. I'll give you a new way to look at mm. life. And really, things have not changed since the beginning, people are getting married. And as a matter of fact, in Luke 2, um, people are still getting taxed. You guys have recognized that as <laughs> yes, well. Yes, we have. Yeah. Um, when uh, when the, the decree went out to all the world that, the, that, that everybody had to be taxed, Mary and Joseph, along with probably hundreds or th- maybe thousands of others, got from their little towns and headed over. And in their case, it was to Bethlehem. And while they were on the way, Mary went into labor 
and they needed a place for a baby to be born, and there was no room in the places they knocked on the door and laid the baby in a manger in mm. a stable. Mm. And in that same region, Luke 2 says, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see there waymaker uh of course you want to give a uh, props to ginger collins on the piano right there ginger look at you and linda adler on lead vocals right there 
Well done. And uh, all of you, just uh, an incredible job. And, and so this year, Michael, uh, with about three minutes to go, uh, sell, sell us on what we're going to see. Well, the, the subtitle is God with us, God for us. And it just, like I said, it gives, it gives all of us uh, just the reminder that in spite of our circumstances or in spite of what's going on all around us, God is still orchestrating his timeline. He, he laid it out. And here he goes. And every day when you rise, if we could get up with a sense of trust yeah. that he is good and he is able, we can press on, man. Give, give us some idea on a production as big as what's going to happen Sunday. When do you start working on it? Well, it's, it's, um, we, we do a family vacation on the 4th of July, and I find myself about Tuesday on that week, it's in my stomach going, oh, man, i got to work on Christmas. <laughs> that, that's pretty, pretty crazy. It's, yeah. it's 108 out there, and I've got jingle bells in yeah. my head but i but i think the idea begins to brew we've had a really full year these people that are, our church has had a massively full year oh, big, yes. big events big events and then construction and all that but but um but the pervading idea is that god is with us and god is for us and if we can keep that front and center the longer i do this the, the less it's about um the song it's it's more about the journey well, in, in the message, we have the, the greatest news of all time. And you, you look around, and you could break it down into specifics, but if you got it down to one general word uh, or two, what everybody's looking for is peace and hope. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah. I mean, and, and they're trying to find it in all the wrong places. And, and the beautiful message of Christmas is here's the only place it can be found. It has, it has been provided. Yeah. Doesn't mean everything's going to be easy. But the Absolutely. peace and hope is there. Absolutely. And when you join together and you find other people around you, um, C.S. Lewis said something about looking over at the other pew. He had just become a Christian, and he realized that he's not even worthy to tie, tie the boots up the, of the old saint next to him. And that's what you find as the community of Christ gathers. And here we go, loving God together. Yeah. It builds you up. Well, as we said many times, if you want true equality, you find it at the foot of the cross. Yep. Everybody's in equal need of redemption. So, well, thanks. Appreciate it. Great job as Thank always. Well thanks done, everybody. guys. We'll come back. Details are at rickandbubba.com under show notes if you want to find out more. More of the Rick and Bubba Christmas season kickoff continues right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the green. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Here we go. Uh, a lot of shopping going on. Started on Black Friday, on Friday, Cyber Monday, today. We've mentioned the Rick and Bubba store, but I want to mention all of our sponsors as well that uh, can give you a deal on uh, on Cyber Monday. MyPillow.com is, uh, is another one. MyPillow.com. Go there right now. Click on Radio Specials. Uh, use the promo code Bubba. Be toting that with you. Uh, and uh, incredible savings can be found there. Here's an example. When you buy any sheets... Uh, any, any set of their Giza Dream Sheets, uh, or even their flannel sheets, it could be either one, you get another set absolutely free, plus everything in your cart will be shipped for free. So, so that's just you going and saying, I, I want some sheets. I'll take the, the Giza's or I'll take the flannel. You'll get another set for free, and anything in your cart, all of it when you're done, will be shipped to you for free. So that's, that's available at MyPillow.com. Uh, do you have the premium pillow? If you do not, we also have it right now. Uh, still available. If you go to uh, Radio Specials, uh, click on that. Use the promo code Bubba. Also, uh, we've got 30% off their new towels and washcloths. 
Uh, even the mattress topper, uh, get 30% off on that as well. So go to Radio Specials. You'll see every special that is there uh, at MyPillow.com and use the promo code Bubba. you also find a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so as uh, we're preparing um, uh, for you know kicking off the Christmas season, we've done that with the Adlers. They did a beautiful job, as always. If you missed that, catch it in the podcast today. Uh, just a fantastic job. Uh, we let you know that the first working day of Christmas will be Thursday, and we talked a little bit about the Thanksgiving weekend. We have not talked about college football. Uh, it was a big rivalry weekend. There were some great games that, that were on I uh, watched a lot of the Michigan-Ohio State game. I think Ohio State uh, solidified themselves uh, that they are legit uh, and um, and belong in the Final Four. It was a good game at times, but it was clear that Ohio State was the superior team. Well, they've kind of dominated that rivalry lately, and you know we were talking about it earlier. There needs to be a win every now and then by the other team to keep it a good rivalry, right. you know, because yeah. it gets a little one-sided. Right. Sometimes it's not as much right. fun, you know. Georgia had no problem with Georgia Tech. Uh, we we also had uh, Clemson had no problem with South Carolina. Right. Um, and uh, the then the one that uh, that there were there were two of them. Even though one did not have any playoff implications, the Mississippi State Ole Miss game on um, on Thursday, the leg lift game. Yeah, the ah. leg lift game. Uh, I know that the young man has apologized publicly, taking full responsibility for what he did. You know, this is going to be two games that we need some officiating help. <laughs> and and I guess this one's pretty simple. The reason why that they put the penalty on the extra point was because it was not excessive celebration. It was unsportsmanlike. Was well, it you, personal? You, you can take it on the extra point or the kickoff. You have the choice. And and most take it on the kickoff because there's time left. Oh, I see. And, and okay. it, it's an advantage there. Uh, but they took it on the extra point yes. because there was a few seconds left, so the kickoff yeah. don't mean anything. Yeah, I, I didn't know that you yeah. had a choice. I didn't yeah. know that. So so it, it was excessive celebration Yes, then? That was the call? Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Mississippi State wisely puts it on the extra point mm-hmm. to make it now a field goal, and the guy missed it. Yeah. And uh, like I say, Big Love was at the game. He was like, that's probably – I don't know that that was – it was an ugly football game, but it was probably the most fun football game I've ever been to. It was it was it was a lot of fun. So uh, so that and then uh, of course then uh, Ole Miss's coach gets fired right after. Uh, I, I, I Helmsy was showing me. I, I guess I was wrong. I kind of thought when he got the job, he was it was more of an interim thing anyway. But he'd just gotten you know the the kiss of death, uh, the pat on the back by the AD like on November twenty second. Mm-hmm. November twenty second. <laughs> athletic director so, Keith Carter. I'm so excited about Coach Luke. He's our coach. Are you serious? Yes. On December 1, Matt Luke has been fired. Now, he was the interim, finished that year up, yeah. but mm-hmm. then they hired him. Yeah, yeah but I, I never – for some reason, I know he's a good guy, and, yeah. and, and he seems to be – I don't know if he's a good coach or not. I just never thought he was going to end up staying there as Well, a he played there. You know, he's uh, he, he's home team all the way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I had been around him a couple of times at golf tournaments and I always thought he was a real nice guy. Yeah, he seemed thought be. it was good that he got a chance to do that. Now – Keep in mind, too, Ole Miss, that has not been an easy gig because they had uh, scholarship oh, yeah. reductions and all that. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, in all fairness, I don't know that he's had enough time to make this yeah. happen considering the circumstances he took the job other than this is some backlash from this event in the end zone. I know because I know. I'm I like, know. that seems maybe a little much. To, would, yeah. You know. yeah, next year probably under the microscope more. Um, but I, I don't know. Is that I, that's a little bit of a quick reaction? I thought, and the timing a little odd too. Um, I don't know how much this uh, hiking of the leg played into that. 
Uh, from all accounts that we had heard, this player is not a problem player. He just got caught up in the moment. And I think this is something that has kind of gone back and forth with both schools over yeah, the years. He took sometimes you get caught, sometimes you don't. Yeah, what he did was bonehead. And yeah, it was. The, it was the thing, and I don't like to you know the, the word is, but when I heard somebody say, this is the first time I've seen a team literally yeah, and they used the word that, that yeah. <laughs> urinate away a game. You're right, but, right, they, right, but, they, right. but they didn't right. use the word urinate. Yeah. But, but anyway, and, and then of course instead of Ole Miss, they were calling it old. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, <laughs> but, I was watching yeah. it when it happened, <laughs> and when he did it, I thought, oh, that's funny. Yeah, right. And then all of a sudden, I say flags flying everywhere, and I go, uh oh, oh, this, this could be yeah. bad. I wasn't watching the game until I got a text, and I, I missed it and, and because I, I didn't see it until it was already over. Bigelow was like, Dad, I don't know what you're doing, but you got to turn this game on. And the number but, of pitch that were on the internet of that freeze frame of yep. him with his leg hocked up. Oh, yeah. yeah Rick, I, it was, yeah. I, I shouldn't be laughing at it, but it was funny to me. I, but, I'm sorry. But I go was. back to what y'all said about Matt Luke. Um, that I just thought that really almost like his, once they decide he wasn't going to be the interim, it's almost like I agree with what you said, all of you said, that his coaching, like, your chance to coach a team had not really begun. Right. It's, right. it's almost, Especially with he, the sanctions. I mean. Yeah, well, that's well, what he, I mean. That's what to, I mean. Let, let's get, get through, through that, that. Right. And then and let's then see if you're a coach. Building, yeah. right. and, and the good news. I thought he was under zero scrutiny. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did too. At least like, maybe start next year. I, right. I was a little shocked when I heard that he'd been released. Yeah. I thought that might be a little quick. That's – Yeah. That's funny. Well, it, it, it's wrong, but it's funny. Cost you the game. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right yeah. there, yeah. does he realize he's fixing to cost him? But anyway, now look, the kicker should have made to the say, kick. Let's go he by that. Are we not? I understand you back it up, but it's still not a hard field goal. No, no, it, 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 but it is. It, he wasn't kicking it from fifty. It is under that I mean, pressure, though. I, I mean, you know, you, you got. Oh, I mean, that, it's like he tightened like, up a little you bit. You talking about like the iron bow? Yeah, yeah. Rick, I mean, I mean, who wants to be a kicker and why? Let's no, just look at nobody, that. The glory right. versus the oh, uh, downside gosh. of that. Oh. That's a terrible right. job. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. yeah. Now I'll, I'll give JC my middle one um, props. He said he's going to miss this. Yeah. You have just hey, thank you, number eight. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. you yeah. have just cost your your game, your team, the game. Yeah. So so that one. Then you get into the Iron Bowl, uh, which turned out. Now there's so many things about the Iron Bowl. If you would have that, that's Auburn, Alabama. For those of you that may not know. So, and that game is just bizarre, especially if they play at Auburn. Some of the weirdest things have happened. So, I would, if you had come to me and said, hey, Rick, you don't know anything about the game, but Auburn has scored 40 points, I would have, first of all, been in total shock. Right, because they haven't got anywhere close to that most of the time against a good team. Of course, I'd been saying all year, Alabama's defense isn't very good, and they, they proved it again. But I would have said, well, they must be winning the game. Mm-hmm. Because their defense is so good, right. and then you would say, "No, they're behind by five. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "What?" You know what I mean? Because I thought with Auburn's defense, if Auburn could score forty points, wouldn't be close. They would be up by twenty. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, especially with the backup quarterback at Alabama. Uh, so it, that game was shocking in many ways. Both offensive performances were shocking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and yeah. and I will give Alabama this: no one has handled Auburn's defense the way they did. No. I mean, I mean, me, I mean that, that, these, that was that was shocking. Let yeah. me give you a couple of numbers here. During the year, the most points they have given up was twenty-four to the best offense. A lot of people think in the country. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that had ninety snaps. And, yeah. Them. And Matt Jones, who I know this is going to sound strange, and Mac, we've talked, huh? Mac M-A-C. Mac Jones, mm-hmm. which is going to sound strange. That when you give up two pick sixes, you go, well, how could you have a good game? I, I was amazed at how good he played. He rolled up 515 yards of offense and 38 points. The other came on the kick return. Yeah. 
Um, and he took some hits, legal, yeah. uh, that I thought just don't get up. He you threw know? a couple of touchdowns. He didn't see the end of it. No, no, no. No, no right. he had somebody laying on him. And uh, I thought for him to come well. in and not have the snaps and not have the reps that you know a starter would get, he, he played amazing. I thought he played, I agree with you, 100%. I thought Alabama's offensive line against what many said was the best defensive yeah. front in the country. Uh, he was never – I mean, he got hit after throws, but he didn't. He wasn't really. There under, wasn't a lot of sacks. Not a lot. Not a lot of duress, and they could run the ball. Yep. I mean, Alabama ran the ball on Auburn. Of course, they've got a great running back, but they also had some space in there for him. This, this game just hundred and fifteen. It, it had and, and then lost the game. It like, had against so against an much. offense that hadn't done anything. No. all year. It just had so much as the game progressed. You thought, well, it can't get any better than this, and then something else happened. Yeah. Yeah. It was just I, I tuned away during a commercial break stupidly to get an update on that Minnesota game just to see what was going on. Right. That's and then game. I heard the boys screaming from the loft, and I'm like, well, dadgum, Alabama's already ran one back. It was you know, it, it was just within seconds, things changed, Rick, and it just kept it, on going. I, I got up to go to the bathroom with about six minutes to go in the second quarter. There was four touchdowns scored while I was gone. Right. Four. In a game, most of the time, you don't get out of the 20s. The over and under got completely blown. Uh, it was, it was unbelievable, and there's more. Four. Obviously. While I was going to the bathroom. Now, more. more unbelievable moments as well. We'll discuss those when we come back. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Merry Christmas from Rick and Bubba. First working day of Christmas, Thursday, December 5th. Big year ender, December 20th. Uh, so the 12 working days will go from 5 to 20. Uh, a, a big gift every single day. So uh, be aware of that. All right, as uh, we make our way back, we're talking about uh, the ball games now from the weekend, and we've gotten down to the Iron Bowl, which was one of the most bizarre, uh, Mississippi State and Ole Miss bizarre as well. Uh, but to playoff implications, uh, Alabama's still trying to hang on to hope that uh, they could find their way into the four. Uh, that hope uh, was, uh, was dashed and is no longer uh, the loss to Auburn. They now have no path to the Final Four. But um, there were some strange things that always seem to happen in these rivalry games, and the Iron Bowl has got a history of bizarre plays. And one of them came uh, with halftime coming up, and it did end up being a three-point ball game. So, uh, But uh, Auburn's kicker made a 52. Don't miss that now. The young man did have to make a 52-yard yeah. field goal. With After a, struggling with, the last with, few with games. A, yeah. With yeah. a rushed snap with yeah. one second on the clock. But obviously, we'll start this. Saban uh, did not think the second should have been allowed, uh, or they shouldn't have had time to get the snap off. So we'll, we'll we'll hear that, and then we'll hear an official explain under our new rules. If you review something, uh, how this all works? Yeah, this is courtesy of CBS, ESPN, and the SEC Network. It's the last play. Uh, the SEC Network has Matt Austin in there. He's the white hat, actually, of the kick six game, if you'll remember that one. He's now an analyst, a 15-year SEC co- uh, um, referee, and here it is. 31-24. Now, watch the clock. Last drive here in the first half for Auburn. Whitlow taken down. The clock ticks to zero, but Gus says, wait, there's a second left. They review to make sure there would be a second left. It's determined there was... On comes Anders Carlson, who drills it from 52. Nick Saban is livid. 
Why is Nick Saban livid? His team up four at the end of the half, but here he is going into the locker room. Coach, how was that situation just explained to you? Well, they said there was one second on the clock, but it's a live clock, so if they stop the clock, there's no way they could snap it and kick it in one second. If you clock the ball, you got to have three seconds to do it. So I don't get it, but it is what it is. We just have to keep playing. Time to bring in our SEC rules analyst, 15-year SEC official Matt Austin. You heard Nick Saban. What's he so angry about? I think Coach Saban is confusing a couple of rules here. There is a rule that at the end of a period, if there's three seconds or more on the clock, then you have enough time to possibly get up, lined up, spike the ball, and possibly have enough time for another play or two, depending on how quick you do it. If there's only two seconds or less, there's only going to be one more play no matter what. You come up, you, you, spike, you, you snap the ball, you've got to run a play. If you spike it, the game's over. So okay. two seconds or less, you've got to run a play. Three, you can try and spike it and try and get another play. But now in that, this situation, Auburn did not have to spike the football because it was reviewed. They had their unit on the field, play for, right? That's correct. Start the clock, bang, play runs. How was this handled relative to how it's supposed to be handled? Was it... About right? Absolutely. The officials did everything the right way. Uh, when they saw the receiver was down and it was a first down, they stopped the clock. Now, the problem is there's a human factor involved in stopping the clock. The official has to see it, blow his whistle, know it's a first down, stop the clock. That takes a second or two. Then the clock operator has to react to that. You can see from the replay that he hit the ground with one second, so there's not two or three seconds to get the clock stopped. That's the problem with instant replay in this matter, is they actually were able to go back, see exactly when he was down. Down. See, it was one second, so they properly put the second back on the clock. Now the clock's going to start on the ready for play, and the officials gave Auburn a chance to get fully lined up, get ready to go, and the split second that the official blew the ready for play and won the clock, they snapped the ball, so they got it off. But I think So really it was the replay. I mean, if, 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 it, if it had been called correct on the field, the clock would have run out. They would have stopped it for a minute to get the change moved mm-hmm. and then wound it again, and the odds of Auburn getting their field goal team on and a snap-off are none. So the only way they were able to get the snap-off was because of the replay. It's another and, example how technology is affecting the game now. And, and but, but it was the right call under the, 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 current, rules, rules. the current rules. Now, Matt also made a point that if this had happened at the end of the game, there would have been a 10-second runoff, and you don't get to kick it. Right. So it, there, there is a rule issue there they probably need to look at and adjust. We saw a game, and I can't remember if it was pro or college, where a team is driving – They've got time to get up there and get another playoff, but because it was a first down, kind of a similar thing, they stopped to look at it, and then they had to have a 10-second runoff, and they never got to snap the ball again. So anyway, some of that's going to have to be worked out. But it looks like under the current rule that, according to to Matt, that was the correct call. Right, and, and I know it's easy to get caught up in the things, but you have to understand, I'll say it again, if you don't believe that, look how the game ended. The field goal kicker for Auburn – in a situation going, the minute they wind yep. that, we got to snap it right now. Kicks a 52 yard field goal. That was not a 22 yard field goal. Right. It was not a 32 yard field goal. It wasn't a 42 yard field goal. It was a 52 yard field goal in that situation. You have to give credit that those were not easily earned points. Yep. Now, under the rules, you know, you're sitting there going, well, that's not, we'd been better off if they just give them the, the, uh, the one second and first down. Then they couldn't have kicked the field goal. That's true. What 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 gave Auburn the chance at the field goal is the current rules on instant replay. And I heard, but it Anders, is but it is the rule. I heard Anders Carlson in an interview after the game, 
And he said they practice this every time. He said they call it a whistle kick to get on the field, lined up, and when the referee marks the ball ready with the whistle, they snap it on the whistle, and it's designed to get a kickoff with one second or less. So this is not a totally un- happening scenario because and i'm sure other teams practice it too so oh no doubt i'm just he called it a whistle kick i'm just impressed with any kicker that can kick a whistle kick like that that far oh yeah i mean 52 to begin with but yeah Yeah. i mean that's uh and then you get down to how the game ended and it was um i'm telling you this thing with alabama and kickers it's one of the more bizarre things in college football and i and i saw people sending out that that this the saban era of missed field goals is unbelievable. Uh, it says that Crimson Tide kickers have now missed 101 field goals, the most by any FBS team in that same period. Uh, the second in, behind them has missed 93. And they said this kicker is the only kicker in the SEC that has missed multiple field goals from 30 yards or closer this season. And um, and they're just, you know, this thing with Saban and kickers. I mean, even it when he, bizarre. Even when he gets bizarre. sought after kickers, they 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 struggle. Well, uh, we've we've asked that question. You know, Coach Saban will be remembered as the greatest modern coach, no doubt. I mean, he's mm-hmm. got the, the 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 trophies to prove it. But to have excellence at so many positions and to struggle at kicking, and we've talked about it. I, I don't know if they treat kickers like football players, and that may be a terrible mistake, Rick. Because I know you you said, and I've seen too. Most of the time, they're down there kicking on the end. They may yeah. stop, smoke cigarettes. You yeah, don't just, you don't treat them like football yeah, players. Just yeah. let them do what they don't, do. Don't make them like the and rest I, of the team because they're not like the rest of the but, team. But I don't know if that style that Coach Saban has affects kickers more. I, I don't know, but it is a bizarre. It's, it's a weird, it's a bizarre thing. style. Now this moment was a big, 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 big moment and a lot of adversity. Yeah, um, I want to tell you a little bit about it being yeah. there because yeah. I don't know that TV fully, you, you got the full picture of what he was up against. Yeah, we still have that, and then we have the way the game ended, Yeah, which was weird. So, uh, top of the hour. Might eight, need a rules clarification on that too. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. If you leave us, have a big day. You got more Rick and Bubba. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning, this program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultants. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Hey, somebody, hey! Ah. It's uh, Merry Christmas from the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, it is the official Christmas season here on uh, today's edition. If you missed uh, the Adlers and Friends with our kickoff, some great music, you'll love it live in studio. Catching on the podcast archives today or the YouTube archives. Thanks for being with us, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix today. Team Rick and Bubba's here. Osama Big Noggin working on the YouTube side uh, with Adler. Uh, welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussin. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. We've been through Thanksgiving. We've we've kicked off the Christmas season. We're now unpacking some of the rivalry games from the weekend uh, and uh, some of the bizarre things that went on, playoff implications with, with some of them. Uh, so far, the, the top four uh, all passed the test. Uh, sitting there at number five, Alabama, uh, uh, holding out hope to find their way back to the four. First time. 
uh, in the college uh, playoff uh, setup that Alabama won't be one of the four. I remember when they went to the four, I said Alabama will be one of the four best teams as long as Saban is alive. Yeah. I mean, they'll, <laughs> they'll be in the four every mm-hmm. single time. Yeah. And, uh, and this time it did not happen because of the loss to Auburn in the Iron Bowl. And we were going over some of the bizarre things that happened. Uh, and there were two more that we haven't covered yet, and that was the kick and then the way the game ended. Yeah. Well, I want to mention too, Rick, Jalen Waddle. I had not seen him play in person this year. And you talking about somebody with ninja smoke. Yeah, yeah they, he's something you, else, they, they couldn't if they'd have been playing flag, they couldn't have got him down. I yeah. felt I mean, he was almost completely unstoppable when he touches the ball. Yeah. I felt so sorry. And don't forget he's the number four receiver. I felt so bad for, for number six for Auburn. Because not only was he getting burned every time trying to cover him, he also was the guy who couldn't tackle him on the kickoff return either. He ran by him on the kickoff return. Too. I felt that way. Six just had to go to somebody and go, all right, there's certain things that just I, – I can't run as fast as he can, and I'm not as quick as he is. Mm-hmm. we got to do something different. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Then, then Auburn went with – I saw a different uh, – no, 13. They put 13 on him for a while or something. But, yeah, he was uh, – Yeah, if, that's what, your, if you're trying to cover the number four receiver and it's he's that talented – I, I don't know anybody else has got four that deep. Well, no, you know? no. Alabama's four receivers are to me the best tandem in the Good country. Night. But uh, but but he does more than just a receiver. Yeah. He kills you on. I mean, look what everything. he did. He changed everything. Matter of fact, he may have ended up in a weird way, costing Alabama the game because Auburn would not just. They were trying to find a way at the end not to kick to him. Yeah. And all they really were trying to do is to keep get him yeah. off the field, and they end up getting a twelve men on the field penalty. So, so back yeah. to the kick, and I was telling y'all because we were we were there. Uh, the noise level when uh, when he went out to kick that that thing was unbelievable. And I, I've been to a lot of concerts and, and big football games, but. There's very rarely that I would go. My my ear is actually hurting from the noise, yeah. and I, I was starting to put my fingers in my ears just because it was deafening. It's like standing next to a jet engine. But um, the, he's also kicking on the end of the stadium that has this giant display board, the you know replay board or whatever. It's fifty yards plus wide. Looks like it's about four stories tall. I think it's the largest one in college football, and. They have the camera zoomed in on his face, and so he's he's looking at the goalpost. I want y'all with, to picture this with a picture of your face hmm. uh, behind it and deafening noise. and And Betty was trying to talk to me, and she was screaming in my ear, and I couldn't hear. And uh, but what she was saying was, "I don't see how any human can tolerate all this, and it's tough. It's real tough." Of course, that's the only job you got. I know, but it's and, uh, uh, it's, and, it's tough. And, and, and your offense set you up for really, which was not a difficult. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, you know, it's Mike Warren. He said that. He, he did. He's tweeted an apology to everybody, which he didn't have to do, but I thought was very high class of him to do. Uh, but it's uh, it, it's tough in those games, and uh, you feel you feel bad for any one person that has to go through that. But no, you, you do. You, know, you have holders you and snappers, and boy, kicking is just, uh, I mean, it's a tough game. Well, and don't forget the other part of this, all kidding aside. Uh, it, that that is a monumental thing you have to do in a pressure situation like that with that kind of noise and looking at yourself on the big screen. I can't imagine the mental state of mind. And the other part of it, of it, which is sad to some people, this is their whole life. Oh yeah. And I feel bad for this kicker and for these weirdos that this is their whole life. This is their religion. This is their idol. This is their joy. This is their hope. This is their happiness which we said a thousand times, I certainly enjoy football, but it's a lousy God. It's a great game, but it's a lousy God. 
and the way he'll be treated by some of these idiots will just be ridiculous. I mean, if you, when, when these players start talking about they get death threats and this kind of stuff over a football game, I, I mean, if, if that if you really are that into it, you got a problem. Yeah. You you got to reevaluate your life. Now, if you want to be disappointed and say, "Hey, I wish my team had won," that's fine. But but don't. This can't be mean as much to you as it does to some of you. It just can't. Uh, and I would say that on both sides. But but anyway, so you feel bad for him in that situation, but you could just sense it was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, you. I, I, and that's I, that same goalpost, same end of the stadium where the kick six was, where the fifty-two yard kick with one second went through, and then the the doink off the goalpost. So, I mean, it's, there's a lot going on in that end zone, you know? The, well, in, in the big screen thing is something people don't think about. I mean, if you've never been there, the, it is the, it is gigantic. And here's that kid. And, of course, the cameraman, you know, puts his face right. I mean, he's looking at himself in the eyes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they, they yeah, do yeah. that. Sometimes they put up, uh, you know, a giant eagle up there or something. But oh, it, yeah. it's, it's distracting. Well, it's, it's no part doubt. of it. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's part, part of, of the whole atmosphere. So you know? then you get down to the way the game ended. And and I think everybody, if you if you you were honest if you were an honest Auburn fan you knew that if Alabama got the ball back they were going to win the game I mean you just knew it well and, and, one, I mean, you got Waddle back there yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, you know yeah no matter and that's the or I, the kicker's going to get a redemption time to at least tie it right that was my right. fault something and we like probably that. missed it yeah. well but, yeah. but but anyway <laughs> so, you go by those groups. yeah but then comes the bizarro Auburn needs to punt they don't want to punt to the the, the to nation waddle. the nation's yeah. best, <laughs> so they're trying to line up with the kicker as a wide receiver to see if Alabama will not put Waddle on the yeah. field and then let the let the quarterback either pooch kick it or just put the punter back there, which they had done. Yeah, Nick's had punted. So good punter by the way. So Alabama gets confused on personnel on who they need out there uh, and ends up with twelve men on the field, and that's the game. <laughs> Had the punt team ran the defense back, then tried to run them off. It was just, it was crazy. Yeah, and, and, and Waddle was on and off. He didn't know what. I mean, it was just confusion. Yeah, and uh, here is Saban after the game uh, with his frustration with yet another call. Take a listen. Uh, it was pretty unfair play at the end of the game. They substituted the punter as a wide receiver, uh, so we put the punt team in, uh, and then. When the quarterback was still in there, we tried to put the defense back in. Uh, I thought they should have given us a little more time to substitute and get Waddle out as a returner. We get called for 12 guys on the field. So that was very disappointing. Uh, we're responsible for that as coaches, uh, but it was a very unusual circumstance, uh, to say the least. And Yeah, he's saying he thought, you know, the thing where if, if you substitute, we have, we, we're supposed to be given time to substitute, and he said when they tried to get the defense on the field, he didn't think they were given the right amount of time to get Waddle off the field. Right. And he said they were screaming at him, and you I didn't see it, but you said you saw him going, I don't, what do y'all want me to do? He, he was on, off, on, and finally just kind of threw his hands up. Yeah. Best hour call. By the time you heard 12 men on the field. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and that was another thing, uh, and people had asked me, and I heard, I heard one of the referees comment on this because the ball was not snapped and you see plays all the time where people are running for the sideline trying to slide but something about it being a fourth down and a a potential punting situation that once the center 
addresses the ball, gets over it, that's when they call it on fourth down. So I, I had no idea. I've never heard of that. And that yeah. was right before Betty and Sherry got, got stuck in the, in the bushes. <laughs> this this right? is not Betty yeah, and Sherry. Yeah. Every, everybody I thinks. I got so many texts <laughs> to this right after it happened. Yeah, that, that, these, these women that got caught in the hedges and, and all these people caught in the hedges. And, we and, even uh, got a few that said it was Lisa. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Our, our wives were not in, in the hedges. <laughs> So we'll come back. We'll take your phone calls next. Them hedges tough to get through. Yeah. Man. H6. I don't know why they put them there. (laughs) Yep. As you said, they're there to keep people off the field. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But people are just out there with pieces of the hedges. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, uh, we'll take your phone calls next. Lines are available. 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. And our first opportunity to talk to you this week is right now. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, we'll take your phone calls. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer will sound. Your time on the program will come to a close, and then we'll move to the next caller. Uh, we start with Ryan out of Auburn, Alabama. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Ryan, go ahead. Welcome to the program. How about it, boys? Hey, buddy. Ryan. All right, so I know y'all know who uh, Pat McAfee is. He's the uh, longtime kicker for the Indianapolis Colts. He broke it down on that last kick that Alabama had and actually pointed out that it was the holder's fault. He missed the field goal. Go back and take a look at it. He holds the ball away from the kicker and not towards him, which caused him to hook it off to the left. Typically, a kicker will lean down and tell him to hold it towards him, and I confirmed that with two other people I know Hmm. For long-time kickers. Okay. I, I hadn't noticed that. Because it looked like the snap in the hole was clean, but I didn't look at the tilt of the ball. So yeah. uh, we'll look at that. Thanks yeah, for that. So here it is here. And, I you know, roll it. some of them are tilting the ball different now. They tilt mm-hmm. it forward a little bit, Yeah, because it starts out like it's going to go down the middle, and then it hooks. Yeah, I, right, I, you I, just I, can't really tell. can't really tell. It had to be a closer. <laughs> Uh, I, I can't tell from that angle what, what the holder's doing. It looks like uh, it's, it's, that's Mac Jones. So it, looks it happens like so quick. Yeah, and and it has to happen so quick because it's a bang bang people getting in there. We continue anonymous out of Missouri. Anonymous, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How are you? Hey guys, so hey. I'm watching the Iron Bowl with my husband, doing some Christmas decorations. You know how you get glitter and everything off the floor. Oh yeah. The game ended. I was very distraught over Bolivis. I was feeling so bad for him. Um, well, then I just started to vacuum to clean up my mess, bumped into my husband's brand-new 65-inch QLED TV, no, and didn't. shattered the screen. No! No, no you didn't. No, oh, you didn't. I mean, hey, you can't even have an LED screen <laughs> without your wife messing it up. You what? can't have nothing. Uh, yeah, that's me. Hey. So what What oh, did wow. he say? Uh-oh. The, uh, the, uh, the <laughs> got to get a flag up there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm out of practice. Eight six six. We be big to Gunter in Minnesota. Gunter. Gunter in Minnesota. Gunter, go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, I seem like the boat's at the bottom of the lake, and it's going to freeze over pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, no rowing the boat now. A great season, and I know those fellas will get to go play somewhere where it's warm on the bowl game. And, and maybe, you know, if God's looking down on us, we'll get to hear that wonderful voice of Beth Moens call the game for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the boat's the, over. The Gophers have had a great year. Yeah. And uh, PJ's got them going the right direction for sure. Layton and Prattville uh, listen to us on I-92. Layton, go ahead. Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. Morning, guys. Hey, hey, 
quick thing with it. When you beat Bama, you rush the field, you tear down goalposts, you know, you jump in the poles, you celebrate as you should. You know, it's a momentous occasion. Right. Okay. It's a story moment that will go down in history for the program, but understand when Bama beats you, it's just another Saturday. Roll Tide. So here we go. Going? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> really do, do you remember my, my text yeah. list? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I think I had that, that at five. That one's every year. I think I had that at five. <laughs> <laughs> we well, just, it is a testament to the domination it, no, it that is. Alabama has had. And, uh, there is no question that it is a bigger deal for Auburn to beat Alabama than Alabama to beat Auburn. In modern day, yeah, yeah. There's and, been different times throughout history, but most of the time that's true. And back to uh, to to row the boat. Um, bowl predictions are out. They, they they come out Sunday, and everybody's trying to predict, you know, uh, who will go where. One of the predictions is Auburn versus Minnesota. That'd be a good one. Uh, in um uh, in Orlando in the Outback Bowl on January first. That of course there's a number of predictions, but yeah. a couple of folks have that one. Gary in Idaho. Gary, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Hey, guys, how y'all doing this morning? Good, Great. good. Hey, uh, I called in a couple months ago. Y'all, you know, during the summer, y'all was talking about the weather, um, where y'all like to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I drive a truck, and I'm up here in Idaho. Going to give y'all uh, a weather update. We got about four inches of snow last night. It's 30 degrees. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've, already, I've already gone back to Alabama, see, now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, see, this is the time I'd want to be up here because you can track deer better. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't think about That's that. You're, point. you're right. Uh, we continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Brad and Trustful listening to ZZK. Brad, go ahead. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, hey. buddy. Hey, they talking about Tua didn't play this weekend. Well, what I saw, they had too many players on the field. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Y'all. Here we go. We oh, continue. Tim and Huntsville as well listening to the river. Tim, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. <laughs> hey man, I saw, I saw uh, the field goal kicker man, which I I felt horrible for the guy man. You know, you can either be a hero or a zero. But you hear? Did you hear them on uh, the SEC network? Protect was referring to the missed field goal as no. Uh, the kick stick. The kick one. The kick sticks. sticks. Because it hit the stick of the... Oh, I see. Yeah, like, oh, like kick six. Yeah, now you always have stick. to have the little name. For Listen, right this early. one second thing with, with Auburn and Alabama is just bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> it is. We continue. Uh, let's go to Bruce in Nashville. Bruce, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you doing? 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Um, I, I don't... Do they not give scholarships for kickers? Uh, I mean, is it is it something I'm missing there? This whole thing with Alabama kickers, it's a, it's a long-time thing, like you mentioned. But... Yeah. My wife was asking me about the coaches, and I said, well, okay, the game has changed tremendously on offense and defense over the years. Has kicking changed any? I mean, what do you say to the guy if you're his coach? Hey, what have you been doing today? Been kicking. Okay, good. Keep doing it. I'm like, what else do you do? You kick the ball. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not minimizing how hard it is. <laughs> no. no I, well, you, the only thing I've seen that, that has changed, is, and I know, Rick, when we were in school, you always tilted the ball back a little bit. Now they tilt it forward just a little bit, I guess, to get up under it better or I something. Don't I don't know. Well, yeah, look, and the kid would say the same thing. His job is to make that field goal. Yeah, he knows yeah. that. And he yeah. said that. Just like the offensive tackle's job is not to let the quarterback get sacked. Right. The running back's job is not to fumble. Quarterback's job is not to throw interceptions. I mean, you, you could come mm-hmm. back and say, well, Mac Jones didn't do his job completely well. He threw two picks. Of course, one of those, you know, the, the rush had a lot to do with it, but – well, that first one though, that was just he's overthrowing. But, no, I, just, but you, yeah. you talking about somebody that could have took it to the house, but, but he fought back. I, I, I no question. I'm just saying, well, just as yeah. a kicker, doesn't get the job right. done. A lot right. of people don't get the job done. Right. 
in certain times, they're just their moments are just right, right there Blaring. for the, for the yeah. world to see. What you know, it was the job of of Auburn's defensive front to get pressure on the quarterback. They didn't do that much. Right. Uh, we continue. Johnny Ringo, welcome to the program. Thirty <laughs> seconds. Go ahead. Thank you guys. Hey. Great show. Quick, quick question: Who supplies the co- the clock? Operator, is it the Auburn University or is the NCAA it's, official? It's one of the officials from the officiating crew. Yeah, yeah it's, it's part of the crew. crew. Yeah. All right. Is, who made the mistake on on stopping the clock? Would it be the clock operator or the or the officials on the field? Who made the mistake? Well, well there, there wasn't one. They the the, the review oh, the, on, they were actually reviewed it. it. It wasn't the operator. It was actually the review that put one second back on. Yeah. Yeah, but what he's and saying you have is to stop the clock to review it. What he right. what he meant was why did we have to review it? So who messed up where we they didn't call it right on the field the first time? Was that the referee that didn't stop it at one second, or the clock op- operator didn't give him the second? Well, the, the clock, clock operator is only doing what yeah. the white hat. That's says. correct. Yeah. So I would say it would be the it him. had to be white hat, and it was such a bang bang thing. It's uh, you heard the official. It's almost there was a lot of very bizarro things that went on aside from those glaring moments too. But you just. You know, you're kind of like stretching your head on. Yeah, it's weird. Bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. And uh, if you want to be part of it, you can reach us. We've got other stories to cover today as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Merry Christmas and uh, welcome. It's the most wonderful time of, of the year. year. Merry Christmas. Of course, uh, coming up Thursday, the first installment of the twelve working days of Christmas. So don't miss that. Uh, also, uh, if you're looking for a topic, you know that is not sports or, or politics. Uh, coming up at Christmas, uh, you can uh, sit around and talk about maybe where uh, your family came from. Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Uh, right now, you can go there uh, and you can get your DNA kit sent directly to you. Uh, and with uh, Ancestry DNA, they can reveal ethnic origins and provide historical details that bring unique family stories to life. So something great you could all discuss when you get together for Christmas. Uh, and boy, can they pinpoint you know, specific regions. Uh, uh, they give you insightful geographic detail about your history. They trace the paths of your recent ancestors and learn how and why your family moved from place to place and around the world. Uh, over 500 regions uh, that they look into, and uh, they, there's over 100 million family trees and billions of records that they have uh, access to. And so get your DNA kit now by going to Ancestry.com slash Bubba. That's Ancestry.com slash Bubba. There's also a link there at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Uh, Greg in Andalusia has an interesting tidbit. Greg, go ahead. Uh, there is no dominance. Since 1980, the series for Alabama and Auburn is tied 20 and 20. It's no dominance. It's just arrogance. Well, whatever. I'm just talking about this. If you put the two programs though well, side by playing, yeah, either. side by side, yeah, just each other. Yeah, and uh, but but I'm just other. I'm just saying it, it, whether you like it or not, or whether it should be that way or not, it, it is it is true that it's a bigger deal when Auburn beats Alabama than when Alabama beats Auburn usually. Whether whether Absolutely. And, and, and like comment, yeah, and and and, and because it's a more it's it, like somebody was saying one time, even though I've had a son play at Auburn and our dad. 
played at Auburn, and I've got a son there now. And you know, we 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 definitely have some history with Auburn. But you know, people were asking before about you know Dickie Nadmeyer, and I said, well, if you're going to do do a rabid fan, it needs to be a rabid fan of a historical dominant program. And frankly, our show is national, and more people are familiar with the history of the University of Alabama than they are of Auburn. And uh, and that's just a fact. I mean, it, it, you shouldn't you shouldn't have an inferiority complex, but you also have to live in reality uh, that that is the, that, yeah that that is the truth. Yeah. And uh, and but certainly uh, when you look at more the weirdest thing for me, Greg, because you know we grew up in Alabama, is I and I had to, as a matter of fact the Adlers, uh, 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 Eddie Van Adler's mom and dad, <laughs> they moved here during a time that Auburn was dominating the Iron Bowl, so they didn't have that prior. Uh, history of Alabama, the Bear Bryant uh, years. So they thought it was weird when Alabama won. And I thought, well, what an odd perspective for people that were new to the state because they really didn't know. And I remember the first time somebody said, man, Alabama won the Iron Bowl. And I said, yeah. And they were like, man, that seems odd. I said, what? But what I didn't realize is they didn't have – there was a part of the history that that was missing, and all they had was more of a modern history. And at a time – Alabama was struggling. Let's talk about it. Those years at Alabama was struggling. That was weird for college football. It's kind of like the way I feel about Nebraska now. I need them to be good again. Yeah, uh, yeah a and, bit of Michigan too. Yeah, yeah and know. Michigan and Tennessee. And at least Michigan has Tennessee. has hope. Yeah. You need Tennessee to be good again. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm underwhelmed with Florida. I remember when Florida was terrifying. Yeah, but I no, mean, yeah. I mean, when them Gators came on the field, you you better be ready to play. It was a track. Man. Yeah, and to me, yeah. they're kind. Eh. They've had a really good year this year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But but I mean you're not afraid of them. In, well, they got, I don't know. You better be. They're they in the top ten. ten right? Yeah, they're ten in the top wins. ten. And but look at their two losses. But Rick, what Rick's talking about. They, but they I don't. They don't have that feel they used to they have. They can though. certainly beat you. They may get back. But they're not scary like they were with Spurrier, where you felt like they could put sixty points yeah. on you and laugh mm-hmm. at you on the way out. You right. know that yeah. kind of thing. Right. It's weird because they've quietly had back to back ten win yeah. seasons. That is something. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I just you know they don't. I think they don't wax people like they used to. You watch a game and you feel like they kind of. They, I think they his, almost win, but they don't win impressively. His personality is so different from Spurrier. I think mm-hmm. it's that Spurrier kind of feared because he yeah. would have, you know, he wouldn't have any mercy on you. Know? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, do I think they have the right coach to get back? Yes, oh, yeah. I do. I'm Obviously, just talking, yeah. and I think they will get back. Yeah. I, I hope they do uh, because I think it's good for football. But you know, I I, I really and Bubba's with me 100 percent because of our age. Y'all don't understand that Nebraska used to just be. My goodness, Nebraska! Please come back. I miss Nebraska being. Good. I know they yeah. had some of those big old corn-fed offensive linemen, mm-hmm. and it didn't matter how good your defense was because they just moved you right out of there. Yeah, it was. It, it, it and I think a, that veer. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact. That I think Nebraska, and for a time Alabama, until they got Saban, who what he's been able to do in the limited scholarship era yeah, is incredibly impressive because he's got limited scholarships. I, the Nebraskas of the world were, were really hurt by the unlimited scholarship thing going away. Because now there's athletes everywhere that, that right. have, have to make choices, and Nebraska can't go out and just sign everybody they want. And see, I don't think they you had know. any other big yeah. Division One schools in their state. So they got, you know, they got mm-hmm. everybody they wanted. It's hard to could, get a West Coast guy to come to Lincoln. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It's different now. And, and at one time, Nebraska had better facilities. Remember we used to talk about how they took their weight room on the road with them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now everybody does that. Yeah. You know, it, it, they don't have that. They're a different right. level program than everybody else. There's a lot of programs that have more than they have now. You know, so they, it's, but I just hate it that they're not good because 
They've got a great fan base. I, I love that, you know, I love these towns that, you know, and it's just about all of them, that come alive only because of college football. That's the only reason why I even know where they are. Yeah. And uh, to me, that, 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 that whole Cornhuster thing was just I it was saw special. Play, and I it's just kind of gone now. With Rozier, and they, they were unbelievable. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the size and the magnitude of their offensive line. Oh, unbelievable. Rick, I think I could have had 100 yards. Remington, you know, good gracious. Yeah. But I mean, uh, just it hasn't been long land. since they've been in the Big Ten, right? I don't See, know. they made that move, what, yeah. 10 years ago or less? Did they? I, yeah, I don't See, and I don't know if that's like helped them. To me, it doesn't seem like it's helped the them. The Thanksgiving but, no. weekend had a lot of rivalry games, and one of them was Nebraska-Oklahoma. Oh. And I remember as a kid, it seems like more often than not, they were one and two when they played. I remember yeah. watching the Oklahoma-Nebraska game and thinking in my little childlike mind, this is another level of college football. Yeah, right? yeah, it ain't it ain't like everybody else. And and you know because we had Alabama in the SEC and that was it. Yeah. Everything else in the FCC was kind of eh. yeah. You know, and I would watch them play, and you're like, okay, this is a different level of football here. And uh, but that's and I'd like to see Oklahoma start playing defense again. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the when, I, uh, I when Bud was it Bud Wilkerson was their coach. I'd like to see that. I mean, yeah. they won. They went through a period there. They Oklahoma won. I mean, ten games, four or five years in a row. They were they were mm-hmm. remarkable too, and that was always a good game. Yeah. So usually uh, the winner of that went on to you know be the national oh, yeah. champ or have I, something to say about. I it. I remember. How about this? Here's one. I remember when Florida State was good. Yeah. That oh, wasn't yeah. that long ago. That yeah, one hurts. That, was, that one hurts me. <laughs> they won the national championship. Do you yeah. remember if yeah. you if you looked on your team schedule and you saw Nebraska and Florida State, you were just terrified. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. thought you thought we're just gonna get Oklahoma hammered. ran that uh-huh. high risk wishbone where they would pitch it all over the oh, field they, they, and they would lose ten two or three fumbles a game. Oh yeah. But yeah. it didn't matter because they, they scored fifty six. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They would be like, well, we could have scored seventy today. I only scored sixty three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and pitched the ball twenty yards twenty yards down the field to Billy Sims in stride and him hit that side. Line. There you go. They didn't even look like they cared when they fumbled. No. You remember the <laughs> Selman, it was, it was the like, Selman yeah. brothers on defense had all three of them mm-hmm. on the line. Well, that, I, I, that was one that of the was another level at Oklahoma. Their wide open offense and all that speed was one reason they didn't care if they fumbled. The other reason was they played great defense. Oh yeah, their defense would just come back and give it back to them. Say, all right, y'all run it again. Pitch it, it again. It went yeah. away after after Boz went through there. After that, I don't remember yeah, them being sorry. real good after that on defense. defense. No. And Nebraska went away after. Tom yeah. Osborne and we we yeah. just couldn't we couldn't get that back together. I still remember when the high flying Spurger team faced the last good Nebraska team I remember oh, mm-hmm. yeah. in the national championship the Lawrence game. Lawrence Phillips game and and Nebraska just beat them like a drum. Yeah, hammered them. I mean, it wasn't even close. Yeah, they, don't, it, they it just was, mowed down the field. Well, again, it looked like all right, this is the level of football over here, and then everybody else is kind of wow, they're really big and strong over here, <laughs> and they, <laughs> and they wow, they're very very physical and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they brought Lawrence Phillips back in the game to yeah, run, and sure. he won him a national championship. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and remember, was it Frazier was the last good quarterback they had? Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Well, uh, no, Frost was pretty yeah, good. Frost yeah. was good. Yeah. Who was the one that won the Heisman? Still wasn't the same uh, Nebraska team when they Frost had the, was there. the little guy mm-hmm. that ran the option. Yeah, it was real good, real shifty. What was his name? And then he went on to be like a wide receiver in the pros, yeah. but didn't play but a year or two. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. God, what was that? Somebody help. Somebody. Somebody. We're really yearning for him to come back on. <laughs> I mean, uh, imagine what you'd have, especially in the playoff. So how's that shaping up right now? Right now, nothing changes. The I tell you, who has that number one spot is going to be critical because they're going to play four to start with, and that that's going to be a much better game than playing Clemson. 
Oh, Utah's sitting out there playing around. They're, they're looking pretty Utah good. and Oklahoma. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. The O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. And, man, I'm excited about 2020. We've got a lot going on. And you can see all those dates coming up. I just uh, spoke to uh, Ed uh, with First Baptist Church in Charleston, Missouri. Uh, that'll be the first speaking date of the new year, January the 11th. And excited to be with those men there. It's going to be a huge men's event. So you're welcome to join us. Uh, Charleston, Missouri. Check that at rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. Uh, and it is a men's event. I'm getting emails from some of the women in that area saying, is this for everybody? It is a men's event. Uh, January the 19th, uh, honored to be speaking at Olive Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. Uh, so you can see that. Uh, be over at uh, Pilgrim Arrest Baptist Church in Baker, Florida. Another men's event on February the 1st. Uh, the Pursuit Men's Conference with Rich Wingo, Bill Searcy, and Brody Croyle. As a matter of fact, Adler will be part of that. Our very own Eddie Van Adler and his dad, they'll be leading worship along with some other great and talented guys from my home church. That's in uh, Dothan, Alabama. If you'd like to get details for that, that'll be a full-blown weekend. Uh, we'll do the Friday night half a day on Saturday uh, there, February 21st and 22nd, uh, and tickets are available for that. Uh, in any of the upcoming events, you can find them all by going to the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events at rickandbubba.com. All of the 2020 dates that have paperwork are there. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. So Dabo Sweeney, we've, we've talked a lot about college football because there were some big games this weekend. Uh, and uh, we have, uh, you know, he, his team is right now part of the, the four. Uh, and uh, and he is, he's talking about how he feels like everybody's kind of overlooking them a little bit. It's like they don't think Clemson are to be there uh, this year uh, after their impressive win over uh, South Carolina. So have you got that? Who was who was telling me we were doing that? Hmm? I don't think anybody gave Speedy a heads up. I think that was just kitchen talk. Oh, okay. Well, I heard, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I heard that, and then I heard well, he, then well, I heard, we can, we can then I heard the it, yeah. Though. Let's listen to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he does. <laughs> he does rant about it though. It was it's funny. pretty okay. funny. Uh, well, it sounded a little something like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I got a little something for Thanksgiving. It sounds <laughs> a little something, <laughs> little something <laughs> like this. Get, give me three Mississippi here, and, and we'll figure. 000, and Mike Leach had a little speech too. I think. Oh God, throwing speeches. He jumped on a reporter. Like you wouldn't believe, really? yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's go to him first. You might. He wasn't happy go lucky like he's been. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really care. I'm good either way. Yeah, I want to ask so you about Mississippi here in a minute, though. For yeah. one Mississippi, I got a backyard football rule. Uh, oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, okay. You talking about one second? Must <laughs> seems yeah. to be big yeah. this weekend. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. So which one you got? Hey, for this me? is Mike Leach's press conference after losing yet again. How frustrating is it? Well, it's frustrating. I, I do find this part of it interesting, though. I mean, as fast as you guys rank their recruit, recruiting class, you know, um, uh, in the top ten, and then you're always surprised when they win. So I think that, uh, you know, maybe uh, uh, that would have a little something to do with it. So you're not supposed to beat teams that have higher-ranked recruiting classes? Well, we certainly have before. We well, certainly have before. We didn't win this one, and I don't care to have a big discussion with you on it because I really don't care what you think. <laughs> like the was nice. You know, and you run your mouth in your little old column and stuff like uh, uh, some, some sanctimonious troll <laughs> and uh, where, you know, you've never been fair or even-handed with us, so I really don't care what you think. 
Okay, go ahead, because you're going to write some nasty uh, stuff anyway, like you always do. And I don't know which coog way back when did something that offended you. <laughs> I really don't care about that either. But you can live your little meager, meager life in your little hole and write nasty things. And if that makes you feel even, you go right ahead. Okay, uh, next. <laughs> okay, guys, that was really good. We just yeah. now talking about this? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, well, think about the lot going today. On. We had a lot going on. All right. That's, yeah. that's, uh, that's a big one. Yeah. That, that's a sanctimonious good. troll. I kind of like that yeah, better than him home. talking about Bigfoot. <laughs> you know? Okay, well, every that. coach in America has wanted to say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he he spoke for so many coaches yeah. just then. Yeah. yeah. He did. Yeah. That's a. And so he. I don't know which coog, <laughs> which coog so in good. the past offended you. <laughs> I love Mike. Lee. And he kept trying to stop, but then he'd, he'd yeah. hit him. Oh, he'd say, that yeah, oh yeah, yeah sure. it, He yeah. basically was drinking a sprite like Steve Spurrier. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, he was. You're right. <laughs> that was his sprite, wasn't it? It was. So, but uh, but anyway, we got it. Well, Sweeney, he feels like that everybody's overlooking Clemson and not yeah. giving them credit. Yeah, he, exactly. he basically thinks that the college football committee doesn't want Clemson in, and really? so they can't do anything wrong. You know, yeah. uh, where everybody else pretty much has a chance to, to he's, mess he's up. Looking he for something to motivate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get, come to me, Rick. My bad. Uh, let me turn the volume on here. Because obviously, if we lose this game, I mean, they're gonna kick us out. They don't want us in there anyway. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we'd be, we'd be, we'd drop to 20, you know. I mean, Georgia loses to this very same team, and the very next day it's how do we keep Georgia in it? We win to the team that beat South Carolina, and it's we. how do we get Clemson out? It's the dadgum mistake. So it's big because, you know, they can't vote us out. I mean, we got to we gotta go under, we got to go 30 and 0. I mean, we ain't got no choice. But we don't play nobody. So, I mean, it's big from a national standpoint, but it's huge for this state, and it's huge for our program. And, yeah, we lost five in a row, and, and, and a big part of that, we were 15 turnovers to their three in that five-game stretch. You know, and we were, you know, a couple of those years, I thought we had the better team. A couple of those years, they had the better team, and, you know, uh, maybe even on another year. But we had 15 turnovers to their three. Well, you get your butt beat. Well, we've turned that around. Uh, we've either been even or we've won the margin. And so in, in championship games, uh, in rivalry games, it's huge. I mean, you look at the game yesterday in Virginia, Virginia Tech. I think VTech had four turnovers to Virginia's one. You know, so it's hard to win games when you, when you don't take care of the football. Yeah. And Virginia ended up, will play them in the the ACC championship. Yeah, do you, yes. ha, do you have the part where he's quoting his record against the SEC and the SEC West? No, I didn't see that. No, I didn't that, see that. That's funny. Yeah, let, yeah. It, let it roll a little bit more if, if you uh, get. Well, I'm sorry, there. I went back out. Let me well, see. Well, he, he's making the point that they beat South Carolina convincingly, and South Carolina beat Georgia. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and yeah. they're they're why why are they not getting any credit for that? <laughs> right. And that's a legitimate point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Clemson's playing well right now. I didn't think they pl- were playing that well at one point yeah. in the season. They're playing well now. He, yeah. he later – They got a really in, good football team. He, he goes into their schedule and the people who are taking but, shots at his schedule, and he, he reminds them of what his record against the SEC and the SEC West is and says, you know, we, we basically we have to play our conference, but when we play against the SEC, we, we do outstanding. You're talking about last year? In the, well, he, in, he, in the national he, he was game? talking about for the past – Yeah. Five or six years, I guess, and I forgot the exact numbers. It was like six and two, and maybe five and one against the SEC West or something. Well, I can't remember the exact. Well, think numbers. it last year. Last year, I thought Alabama may have had one of the best teams they've ever had 
in the entire mm-hmm. history of Alabama. Right. And Clemson waxed them. Yeah. So, right. I mean, yeah, yeah, you got to give them some sort of credit. Yeah. You know, that, that they can play, as he said, against SEC teams. They've proven they can. Right. Even in the in the national championship game, they lost Alabama. They they were in it. Yeah, they were. They didn't mm-hmm. get run out of the stadium, right? And um, so and they so they have been competitive when they face modern. I'm talking about modern day. Yeah, teams. oh, mm-hmm. they 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 definitely have had. They're they're in the top echelon and have been for the past three four years. Look, you, the, the job he's done there is yeah, it's just remarkable. Yeah, it really is. You know, everybody's talking about number one being so important, and it is. If if. LSU, if Georgia beats LSU, though, number one isn't as important because that means number four is either going to be Georgia or Clemson. So having number one, now number one, if you're LSU, let's say LSU beats, uh, or I should say Georgia beats LSU, then who's number four? They're all going to be solid. The only way number four is, in, in our opinion, a little bit weaker is if LSU takes care of business and a Utah or an Oklahoma or a Baylor gets in at four. Yeah. Because yeah. if it's not, then they all four are really who, good. Who deserves yeah. to go if Georgia loses? If Georgia loses? Oh, I don't know. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Some shows shout, other shows snooze, but I found a show that just can't lose. Rick and Bubba's here on the air. People's talking about them everywhere. Rick and Bubba's on your radio. They're up when you are sleeping. They sleep while you're awake. They know if you're not tuning in, so don't you make that big mistake. Rick and Bubba's <laughs> back from break. Well, they're not A-list, not too refined. Two good old boys just to toe the line. Rick and Bubba's here on the air. People's talking about them everywhere. Rick and Bubba's coming up next. You never know just what to expect. Rick and Bubba's on your radio. Monkey grass. It's seven and a half minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, babe. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here. Merry Christmas, baby. And we've also got intern Osama Big Noggin helping out with our YouTube. You can watch us on YouTube every day uh, live. It'll be archived uh, later in the day. You can listen to us on our podcast archives every day, our, our streaming app, America's Boldest Radio Stations on the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. All those details can be found there at rickandbubba.com. Spell out the word and. And welcome back, 20, 25 years, uh, rocking on mic number two. Here's Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for joining us yet again. Well, uh, over the weekend, people sending us a lot of uh, different videos and stories, and have you seen this? We'll get into the latest Joe Biden gaffes uh, and just weirdness. 
uh, coming up this hour. I think Joe Biden's losing it right before our very eyes uh, and ears. Uh, but uh, also, of course, we had to spend the weekend telling everyone those were not our wives uh, in the hedges there at Auburn trying to crawl through them. Uh, look like two women looking for the last bottle of Chardonnay. Uh, so we that, 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 those, those women were not connected to us in any way, shape, or form. And then we get to this video, and this one involves our beloved big boy. Yeah, Rick. Somebody sent us a video and said, "Have y'all seen this parody song that uh, has Big Boy in it?" There is Big. There's two guys standing by Big Boy right now. Yeah, two, they look at him. Two Big Boys standing by Big Boy. <laughs> uh, and I always wonder what happened to the Anvil that used to wrestle there out of Georgia. There he is. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, Big Boy's got his Santa hat on now. He's celebrating yep. Christmas yeah, right outside the old broadcast plaza. Yeah. So this video is a uh, a parody involving sweet potato pie. Is that correct? Uh, sweet pumpkin pie. Sweet yeah. pumpkin pie. Okay. Yeah. It says it was published November of 2018. It's called Pumpkin Pie, featuring Amy McFarland and Dudley Taft. It's okay. Pie production records, and okay. it has Big Boy just hanging out in the background. All right. Not You're sure what I'm a tambourine. Do. Not sure what I'm gonna do. Really, <laughs> Greg? Greg? <laughs> Such a sweet surprise. Tastes so good, make a big boy cry. Sweet pumpkin pie. <laughs> there is a, a big boy costume. Wow! Flying V, Greg. <laughs> swing into the flour, swing into the sugar, swing into the spices in the back of my oven. Got no money, ain't got no gas. We'll get where we're going with this recipe fast. Looks like the guy standing outside. <laughs> swing into the flour, swing into the sugar, swing into the spices in the back of my oven. Got no money, no. got no gas. Get where we're going with this recipe fast. Ice cream, does Big Boy have a slingshot? He does. Don't even try, cause you can't ignore her. She's my pumpkin pie. Pie, yeah. Pie. Oh, I see. They're pushing that restaurant's pumpkin pie. That's what it is. It's because he's putting their pumpkin pie up. Uh, see, the elf on his. Uh, How about a, a big great boy big boy outfit there in it? Costume. Yeah, that is. I think the guy's too lean to be in it. <laughs> Still going. Yeah, so that's it. So it, yeah, that. In the back of my oven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, you know, that's. Remember when we first started talking Big Boy, and they told us about that restaurant. Yeah. I, is it Freshes or Freshes or Yeah, Freshes Big Boy, and so that's why he's in it because it must be their pumpkin pie. That yeah, you just great. never see that that uh, costume out at the costumes. You really right. don't. And right. you know what? Doggone it! There's, we need to get one. Well, yeah, Pam's aware. Yeah, I like Pam's could be our Big Boy. What if we could get the Big yeah. Boy? Put a little pill in there for you, and then right where they have the F. And out here, what's what's that one out here? Big boys. Just says big boy, yeah. Yeah, we just put the big boy back up there. Or the Rick and Bubba logo. <laughs> if he could go out there and dance, maybe do Bubba's Disco Fever out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Go running. Good stuff. stuff. Yeah. Good so, stuff. Uh, any video uh, has big boy in it, we're going to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tell you what, I'll make a deal with you. If y'all get a full-blown full blown suit, okay? Okay. And I don't have to bring this out every day. I'll get in that whenever y'all want me to. That's it. What if you would you, what if you what if you have to stand out to where it is? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> this is just hey y'all, you know like we will hear from Henry the Horse. Yeah. You would hear from right. Big Boy. Yeah. Okay. Once, twice a week, maybe three times a week right. if you're feeling froggy. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how we get a little gut on you though cuz you know it to me like right a there. A pillow? If Big Boy's too lean, it doesn't Yeah, you got to like have a pillow or something. Or just let him there. hang around here another year. Well, that's true. Well, I'm right. on a good track for that anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. you hang around here. 
This place it's tough, man. And this is this is not the place. To- I saw numbers on the scales this weekend. I didn't know it existed. <laughs> yeah, Helmsy declared he was mad at us. I'm mad at these two because they haven't I, but, been keeping me accountable, and I really hadn't asked for it. But they're right. usually good about yeah. you know. Speedy always oh, says, "Oh, they hey, keep if, you accountable." If I right. look like right. this, or I look, hey, you need to you need to okay. keep me accountable. And so we've all kind of had that pack. Have you? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and do so y'all he feel didn't... like there's been an understanding between the three of you? Yes. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking a little portly, let me know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. And it's tough. It's really, a tough conversation. I don't think he it's a would. very hard yeah, conversation. Yeah. I don't think Greg, but Speedy. I mean, seriously, I don't think he would. I you really... don't think Greg would tell you if you were portly? No. Nah, nah, no. A no, guy that makes fun of every shred of clothing that's you have. That's too easy. On? Look, Greg, Greg. That's too easy. Greg's rough on the legally blind. Greg. Yeah, I'm yeah. not rough on the legally yeah. blind. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not true. You yeah. made fun of my dad, but <laughs> I did not. Never. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I was just talking about them light bulbs they made. Right. The uh, Well. Bottom it just line. sounds odd expensive. that Greg draws the line that he won't tell you your little portrait. Yeah, I, y'all, I'm not buying that for right. a minute. I, don't want I had about 18 hours where I was wishing that the scales <laughs> that I got on was right. incorrect. Do you think that and, you were – What was the number, I man? confirmed it. I'm not saying it. I'm embarrassed by it. I confirmed it by going in on Bubba scales on Friday when I hosted the best of. Yeah, they've it never was, been used. It was one or two numbers <laughs> off from what I was what I had been shown, which is still bad. Yeah. So I knew, hey, this is not good for Yeah, you. I didn't think Bubba's worked. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they, they worked. Well, I'll say this. They're, <laughs> they're exactly to a T. Uh, I mean, right. they're there. Well, Maybe a pound or two off. Well, could it be? Because I certainly Which don't. Which percentage-wise for me really doesn't matter. No. Uh-uh. To, to me, His was two pounds less than what I got on. So oh, yeah. um, I, I, that made me feel a little better, but then I realized it's probably his scales that are off. Well, th- we always set ours up. We, we always set ours up two pounds low, so it won't hit that next ten. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that's when you're still going. I'm two sixty eight. Yeah. That way you don't skip yeah. lunch. Uh, yeah. But the uh, but what I'm saying is, I will say this: you don't appear to look portly, so you may be dressing appropriately. So it's not that they're well, not willing I will, to do I will it. Say this: stand next to me, I'll, you look great. I will say this, <laughs> but, uh, I, and I don't. This I'm not proud of this. I'm not giving you a number because that changed uh, yesterday and the day before. I couldn't even enjoy Thanksgiving because I got on the scales oh, at Thanksgiving. Oh, you don't do that. Come on! But here's what I'll say: I'm as I'm as large as I have ever been. Well, now that may that number y'all may go, oh, whatever. But for me, you know what? Hey, it is me too. Big numbers. Do you not? Do you not think though? This is something we hear a lot. People who come to work here get larger. I mean, they always yeah. do. Maybe everybody gets larger as they get older. Maybe. Oh, Bubba, have you seen what goes on in there? Well, yeah, sure. Well, see, here's, had elk here's what's got really me. Done. I'm not. It's not. It was the good. Food. Thank you. It's by the activity. Way. Yeah. And here's what I've noticed. I used to hit a ton of tennis balls with the kids, and that was my – I mean, I had I had three, four, five days a week where that was going on. Yeah, well, now Braden's over at Godspeed. Caroline's doing her thing at a tennis academy. Maddie don't care anything about nothing but gymnastics. So I'm not doing that every day like yeah. I was. And and it's I've got to do something. I told Braden the other day, I said, you're going to start getting out and hitting tennis balls with me just hmm. so that I can move around. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to endure that with me. And so, you know what I always I had, had him to out fight? yesterday, running, hey, running me. Hey, I got some guys that move you around. Yeah, I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> I just don't think I'm ready for that. They'll move you around. I sent them a picture of me up at them waterfalls. Said thank y'all. Without y'all, I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> right. They'll move you around. I got to do something. 16 minutes past. We'll come back. Joe Biden is at it again. Just bizarre behavior. Good news for Greg too. Oh, you've seen this guy live to be 102. <laughs> We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Away at a manger. 21 minutes past. Merry Christmas. 
Christmas no season. No crib for Rob Bell, the little Lord Jesus. Yes, Lay down his sweet head. Uh, we're back. Thanks for being with us. All right, so the um, the Joe Biden thing, it, it, it's, uh, it's one of those unfair edits, which is hilarious, and I can't get enough of them. Uh, and then he has this weird thing where he, where he – I mean, he bites his wife's finger. I mean, it, it looks playful, but, you know, with all the creepy Joe stuff, they yeah, have to get him. Sure. Yeah, you're running Chuck for president. Graham, state senator's here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? <laughs> so uh, this one, and, Bubba, I know you're a fan of, of unfair edits. Oh, funny. <laughs> you remember funny, when funny. he did do the weird popcorn, or what was it, pop? Corn pop. Corn, corn, yeah, corn pop. pop. Which Dang. probably was supposed to have been popcorn. He got it mixed up. You know, <laughs> yeah, the guy's right. name probably Knowing him. Yeah, well, you know, if you watch him lately, Speedy, you can't watch him. No, no. There's no way. Because no, he cannot get it. He just can't put it together. He can't, you know what you like? It, to me, he's a plane. You're seeing one coming in the runway. Just get it on the ground. Get those get those wheels down. Land that plane. But now they've done a deal where they take um, they take audio from other, other uh, and they're, they're making it the way his mouth's moving yeah. like he's saying things. Yeah. <laughs> It's so good you can't we, tell it's fake. We love these. <laughs> so, but I, when we kept asking when it was sent to us, we we're like, "Well, that's back when he was at that swimming pool talking about corn pop." Yeah, and um, instead but, now it's his insane thoughts on hairy legs, roaches, and kids. <laughs> I saw that made me aware when I was in law school. Proudly for Holloway, proudly for your dad, first African American state senator in the state of in the state of Delaware. Everything about. I'm sorry. Corn pop. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. And I tell you what, what the world? men, they're now all men, the guys I work with down here, and they're all guys at the time, they're all good men. Most of them made an awful lot of themselves. And Earl Larkin had a rough time. And some of you knew Earl. I, def- I came back as a public defender. Uh, this is when he gets into corn pot. What you right? just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. <laughs> That's one of my favorite statements. Yeah, really I still love that one. That's as good as the guy at, uh, ordering the coffee, trying to straighten that out. So I don't yeah. know why this corn pop speech now with this new excerpt was he was, so are y'all telling just, me they added those words or did he really say that greg i looked at it i, I think the, he really they were said saying no, it was added it i think he's edited in there well, i think not they all took they took words that he had used in the past mm-hmm. and edited into this particular video that's what i think it is going mm-hmm. on i don't know yeah it, it's bizarre no matter it's what edited you. nonetheless you know, letterman, i think that's letterman used to do those unfair edit yeah. segments and he'd mm-hmm. make you say all kind of crazy well, well don't forget the one we love now when they'll do they'll take these famous moments and put all these new things <laughs> yeah. in. Yes. Oh, yeah. but then there's the thing with his wife's talking now and, and bad I, lip reading is yeah, what they yeah, call yeah, it. Really, yeah, yeah. yeah and his wife's giving a speech and she keeps almost hitting him with her hand and finally he just bites her finger <laughs> right which is it's funny 
the President of the United States. <laughs> you call your kids in from the other room because you want them to hear what the President of the United States has to say. Uh, not, not back in the Clinton years, we didn't. No. <laughs> I'm not sure we have the corner market on when we want to put our kids in front of the president. No, no. yeah. So there yeah, look, there's there's the free shop over this out yeah. there. When, when oh, he, he's biting yeah. that on the free. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so anyway, we um, so goofy. Yeah. Well, and and I kind of want him to win. <laughs> <laughs> well, give us a lot of material. Let me tell you something. If we could, if we could be so fortunate to have Joe Biden run against. Donald Trump. Oh, oh can you imagine buddy. those debates? If we could just be, can uh, that please just, happen? Just the fun. Well, they threaten to fight each the, other the behind the barn. <laughs> you know, uh, we'll have those one after another if we can get them. This here. may be a rare opportunity that I might support a duel. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, already let, know. Let, let whoever wins gets to stay. We already know. Anytime President Trump talks, you don't know what he's going to say. Right. And every time that Joe Biden talks, you don't know what he's no. going to say. Imagine one debate oh, after another. This has to happen. And they really come from two different angles, but you do, you just don't know. Okay. You don't know what you're going to do. Can we idea. please get this to happen? Yeah. I'll watch every debate. Yeah. I won't miss one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking on the Democratic side right now, <laughs> Elizabeth you know who's, Warren, who's, 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 who's heading towards the top is old Pete. Yeah. Oh, Buddha Jag? Pete's. And if the rest of Rise them are tied up in an impeachment hearing, he's going to be the only one campaigning for a few months. Yeah, right. So, Governor well, Mayor Pete, excuse me, I tried, Pete. To, I tried to make a governor out of him. Yeah, well, the uh, I don't want you to say what you said a minute ago ever again. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, uh, I didn't mean it. Like and they're all. Matter of fact, I'm going to ban that. That's, really that's, a, that's the last analogy on Booty. Put this way, he's, yeah. he's getting popular. He is, <laughs> and and so we'll. Um, if, if they're we, all mad Bloomberg's in it now. Right. Oh, yeah. They're one of them. Now, Bloomberg yeah. may be – he may be the one to come in and uh, scoop away all the support. You know what uh, we didn't talk about? We talked about it off there, but we didn't is all the things that Obama said about everybody. I mean, oh, they yeah. got out. Yeah. And uh, that he was having quite a, quite a bit of commentary on, on the on the field. And he, he said that Biden's lost it. He just doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing. He said he doesn't have it. Yeah, yeah. I'm paraphrasing, well, but and it's, it's he, kind of uh, correct. Yeah. Then he said if uh, – was it Bernie? He said if Bernie – it's going to get it that he'd step in. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I mean it's Michelle. Well, we could have a Michelle Obama or Hillary Clinton coming here right at the end. No. Oh, you're going to have a Hillary standing outside. No the, question. Well, people the are, convention right, waving her hand, going, "I'll take it." Everybody wants me in there. Yeah, yeah, but telling I mean, her they, they just didn't vote for me last time. I mean, we we've not had one vote yet, but uh, based on the polling, if it stayed like it would, it is now, you wouldn't have a clear cut winner. So it would go to the con- or what they call a brokered convention. Hmm. You know the Democrats. If they get to a convention, I ain't gonna tell them what they. Do. Yeah, oh, I oh know. boy, I know. Right now, Ask the polling. Bernie. Right now, the polling has Biden leading by five percent over Elizabeth Warren. Warren. So you got twenty seven percent, twenty two percent, and then Bernie Sanders eighteen percent, and then after that, it drops down in the single digits with Mayor Pete and Kamala at four percent. The ones I saw Pete, had Mayor Pete's had 8%. Mayor Pete w- up higher than that. This is in yesterday. Iowa. They're talking about an hour caucus. Yeah, this Iowa, is overall. Yeah. He, yeah, he's leading. Iowa. This is national yeah. polling average right here. Yeah, <laughs> the caucus. Yeah, that's yeah. well. It is Iowa. You're right. Mm-hmm. It just I'm, sounds funny. It sounds funny to me to that. say that <laughs> to say let's get together and caucus. You know, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. it's yeah. like we're caulking. I don't want to do that. That sounds, that sounds like we're building a house. <laughs> we're putting in a tub. <laughs> hey, y'all come over. Let's caucus. When we come back, your phone calls are next. Let's caucus. We're taking the program director duties, and we're handing them over to you, the audience. 
Any topic you want to discuss, we can. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available. We'll screen them up. We'll chat with you when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Phone troll music here. A long distance, directly assistance, every quote two on two. All right. Just say, hey, DollarShaveClub.com before we get to the phone calls. You know, it is Cyber Monday. DollarShaveClub.com slash Bubba. Uh, they make great stocking stuffers for everyone. This We can't stress enough about the quality of the products. I don't want you to get in your mind that it's just a good, hey, the, the cost is good. Now, the, these are these are great, great prices on great, great products. Uh, and as good and better than what you can find in the retail stores. Uh, at uh, a fraction of the price, and it's coming directly to your door. You're not locked into any kind of membership. You can go and come as you please. Now, if you'd like to try some of their products, go to dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba, and we'll send you uh, you know, everything that you need for an amazing shave because you can, you can try their shave stuff first, and we'll give you the executive razor, which you'll love. The shave butter gives you a great close shave. The pre, uh, the prep scrub and the post shave dew will send all that to you for $5 in sample sizes. Then you try that. If you love them, then you get them at regular price and regular size uh, shipped to your door when you want to ship. DollarShaveClub.com slash Bubba or go to RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, to the phones we go. 30 seconds a pop. Bubba has a timeout. So does uh, Helmsy. They can use those if they want to to expand on a call, but they only have one apiece. If you're dialing now, you will get in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Osama Big Noggin is taking your phone calls right now, our Rick and Bubba University student. Carl out of Tennessee gets us started. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Hello, Carl. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Good morning, fellas. Hey. Good morning. Appreciate y'all's show. Uh, y'all talking about Mr. Joe Biden. Uh, on NBC this morning, they showed a big blue bus, and the name of his new tour that he's going on is No Malarkey. Yep, that's correct. No that ma- is just, no that's ma- just unreal. That's all he is, is malarkey. No malarkey. No malarkey. Of all, malarkey. Of all the <laughs> words you could... Fine. Says I mean, Biden 2020, no malarkey. I, I didn't know how to spell malarkey. Yeah, I've that. said it, but I didn't know how to yeah, spell yeah, it. There, that looks just like it It sounds like it's spelled. It, it? it does. Mm. It does. 866-WE-BE-BIG-HARRY out of Flomaton, Alabama. 30 seconds. Go right ahead, Harry. Harley. Hey, this is Harley. Harley. I Harley. 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 I just want to wish Greg a Merry Christmas and um, – just gonna see if y'all had had a Kanye update lately. Uh, the the you know there there's a lot going on with Kanye. You know the I guess the last update that uh, that we got is that you know our very own Scott Dawson had a conversation with him and he is booked to come in to be part of Strength to Stand next month in uh, Pigeon Forge. Yeah, it'll be a great gathering, or we'll have a best of bit out of it, one or the other. I want to say this again: as many best of. CDs that uh, Scott Dawson's found himself involved in. He has Kanye coming to Pigeon Forge. I want. I want to say that again. And and every time and every time I talk to him, I ask, "Have you? Have you? Is there an up? Is this still? Yeah. Is this yeah, still happening? Yeah. And uh, and think and, all and, that and Taffy all together at one place. Wow. Well, it, it's like we, we we've said before. Everything right now 
And uh, I, I look at it no different as anyone. I mean, you know, everybody, when you get to the point that you are redeemed, on that day, you're a redeemed person who now has a lot to work out and a lot to learn and a lot growing. And I'm speaking about Rick Burgess before I speak about anybody else. And I remember looking at the vastness of the life I had create, created outside of the Lordship of Christ and thought to myself, boy, there's a lot of changes got to take place here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and those, those changes take time. Uh, it's, it doesn't happen overnight, but, uh, but there's nothing that Christ can't change in through pursuit of him and the power of the Holy Spirit, those changes begin to take place, and there should be progress according to Scripture. And uh, as of right now, uh, all things that are being said in the testimony that one Kanye West is out talking about uh, is is the gospel. And, uh, and and he's being wise about having other people preach. And you know, it, I think we got to be careful not to give him too much responsibility too fast. I think that's always a a concern when you have such a big platform that the world has enjoyed. And, uh, and even he said to Scott Dawson, I mean, I got a lot of things I got to deal with, but it, this is sincere. And uh, I want to now take the things that I've been given that I've been using for myself in the world. And I want to use them to advance the kingdom and to present the gospel to a dying world. And I applaud that. I, I hope that's how it continues to go. And he was even asking, you know, Scott, about some, you know, everybody, some people who wanted him to come. He, he even asked him about Osteen. He's like, was that a mistake? Should I not have done that? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Scott was saying, well, you know, the way that went seemed to be fine. And, and uh, you know, you know maybe, maybe you could have an impact even on some things maybe that I disagree with, you know, Osteen on. So anyway. Is he going to have him on a podcast? You know, if, 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 if he could, do you, I mean, I, I, that would be it. That'd be a podcast to remember. You know, as one of our 12 days of Christmas, we have a, uh, a Zoom recorder up there, perfect for doing your podcast on the road, four-channel recording. Right? Yep, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Scott felt, actually needs that. Yes, Microphones built in. I, was, I just want to uh, – just, there's just something about – the Kanye West story is very intriguing, but this new relationship with Dawson for us makes it extra intriguing. Yes. Because yes. I don't know whether there's two ends of the spectrum more than Scott Dawson and Kanye West. And God does have an incredible sense of humor. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we will see. I'm going to say Pigeon Forge to you again. Mm-hmm. Did And I know this This is just me asking silly questions. Did he Did he mention that Kim's coming with him or not? Well, he, I, he, I have a vision in my mind of Kanye and Kim walking the streets of Gatlinburg, looking too. in a giant glass window at Taffy being made. With an SDEA shirt on. Yes. I have that same vision. I'm just wondering if there's any hope of that. I'm trying to a little pi- snow in the background, not on the sidewalk, but in the background. I'm trying to picture Scott and Tara Dawson meeting at the Pancake Pantry, mm-hmm. Kanye and Kim. Yes. It is funny when you For Google. For a kickoff breakfast drink. When Can you, you see that picture? I see it right here in my mind. Right. Yes. To, to Bubba's point, to your point, they spent their Thanksgiving in Tokyo. So now the not, new, not the Dawsons, but <laughs> no, no Kanye. Right. But to Bubba's point, where he, where's he going to spend his right after New Year's? Pigeon Forge. Pigeon Forge. With so Dawson. Don't miss us with Dawson. Tokyo, mm-hmm. Pigeon Forge. Right. Strength to stand. <laughs> and, uh, but it's, and, been, and, it's been a very popular, I mean, there's, there's a lot of folks coming. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's a great yeah. event. And, and then I see Kanye asking Scott, uh, for for a section or some tickets for his family to come, mm-hmm. and Scott, you know, of course, agreeing to do that, but then wondering who's going to show up. 
Well, I will tell you this, and I don't know all the details, but I, I know that when Kanye is booked now, from what I've been researching, because trust me, I've been digging in. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Is that he gets a gigantic airplane and the whole crew gets on. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that, not family. I don't know which family. I'm talking about the choir, the musicians, yeah. the, mm-hmm. the whole production. The posse. Yeah. yeah. And we, we load up and we go. And, mm-hmm. we, and buddy, we bring it. Hmm. Boy, that's... Uh, hmm. <laughs> Toby Mac, I got you. Kanye got you. West, I got you. Yeah, I got you. On the streets, I just see on the street after you know in between. If I if I can, you talking about waiting on a table at the pancake house? Yeah, gosh, I want to have pancakes with Kanye and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, it's. I want y'all to know what we're talking about is actually real. I know. Yes. I know. This okay. is not yeah, a yeah. scenario. Okay, this is real. We continue. Anonymous caller out of Alabama. An- anonymous, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to comment that you know I don't, I don't blame the kicker at all. And, 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 <laughs> Thank you for that. We just <laughs> this is not real. Listen about everything we just hey. did. <laughs> Kanye, I'm gonna say this, but Kanye coming to pigeon forward, that's pretty cool. Right, um, right. Well, tell me about the kicker. Get a kick field. Yeah. I know, I know <laughs> you still think about the iron bowl. Go ahead. Oh, well, yeah, it's, of course it's the iron bowl. So. <laughs> no, I just I just don't think it's the kicker's fault. And I mean, really, the new slogan for Jordan Harris should be: Tigers on the field, Cougars in the hedges. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is good. Chip, Columbus, Mississippi. Chip, go ahead. I've got a uh, solution for your big boy outfit and Helmsy. A little bit of weight gain. Weight gain is nothing but a little trip to the restroom for two pounds. But the uh, weight gain issue for the big boy outfit, why don't y'all run to one of these maternity stores and just get him one of those sympathy suits? It's like a built-in pillow all in one. He yeah. can just wear that when he does a big boy. That's perfect. I wonder but if Amanda can get one of those. Too well, or just keep if eating. If he pulls it off too well, you might get a baby prediction out of it. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, yeah. I bet your wife's got access to those. I bet she does, too. All right. So I'm, I'm going to look for a big boy costume. <laughs> I just need y'all every once in a while to say, hey, hounds, every day counts, bud. Every day is that counts. the new thing? That's the new every thing. Day every day counts. Okay. Is, that, is that concerning Just, just once a week, yeah. Just, just a reminder to let me know. Okay. Hey, buddy, every day counts. Okay. Do you, do you, so you want you want us to pick up the like, accountability? Do you, do you want a lot of comments on the kitchen oh, yeah. and everything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what little slogans do to me? Makes me hungry. <laughs> oh, I know they do. <laughs> <laughs> you got your own slogans. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> uh, right. Your, your favorite one is might as well eat it. And that's yours. <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste it. We'll be back. Final phone calls of the hour coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. God rest you merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort. It is nine minutes now to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thank you for being with us. Much to do going forward. If you want to come in on a phone call right now, you can. Well, we do need to say hello to our friends in the golden ticket seats today. Hello, Tony Mobs. Tony has found his way back to the studio from the motherland, England. He is here with us today and uh, glad he's back. 
Uh, Jason McLean here as well. Jason is his ticket to Rick and Bubba. He is back. Denise and Jim Phillips also here today in our golden ticket seats. They all take home a Rick and Bubba double CD, including the new uh, Rick and Bubba CD 25 big ones. Available now at rickandbubba.com under the store for this Cyber Monday. They also get a pound of BuzzBox coffee. Uh, if you're if you're looking for our BuzzBox uh, gift baskets, great gift ideas, and 10% of those sales also goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. Uh, you can see the BuzzBox logo at rickandbubba.com to grab those great gift ideas. And one of them is going to take home an American Express gift card worth $50 from Dr. Thomas Dudney, the official dentist of the Rick and Bubba Show. So, Bubba, give me a number between one and four. One and four. What about uh, lucky number three? Number three, Denise Phillips. Denise, you got it. Denise, you got a $50 American Express gift card. Uh, so lunch is on you. And mm-hmm. I'll hand this over to Speedy. Thank you, Dr. Dudney, for always providing that for us. To the phones we go, 866-WE-BE-BIG-GREG is in Enterprise, Alabama. Greg, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing today? We're great. We're great. Hey, I want to talk to you about the hedges down in Auburn there. I believe the reason they were planted was the fact that Georgia beat them some years ago and pulled down the goalposts. And so in response to that, they planted the hedges. And if I'm not mistaken, each school, when the the fans rush the field, they have to pay a penalty for that. So to prevent George from doing that again or any other team, they planted the hedges there. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely to keep people off the field. I don't know the exact year that well, they decided to do that. They're not very effective. That. They're not very well, effective. Well, I saw th- a lot of no, people on the field. No, but yeah. think about where they are. It is effective. You saw the ladies trying to get through there. So yeah. it's a discouragement. It's right. not perfect. It did not discourage a lot of people Saturday. <laughs> well, no, it did not. But see, there's not hedges all the way around. It's just in some parts. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... Uh, so there you go. Yeah, yeah, you know, that was something I was going to bring up earlier. Uh, I know there, if you storm the field or the court, you get a fine from the SEC because they consider that, uh, you know, to dangerous. be a, a dangerous situation for all the players getting off. Somebody did break teams. their ankle, by the way. Um, wow. But, and it goes up every time. So I don't know what the time period is on that or whatever, but I know they had the Iron Bowl there before they had the Kentucky win at Auburn and then this one I don't know if this will be the third in the line of three but I, I think it goes 250,000 500 and a million dollars so mm. I, but it's in a certain window of time so I don't know if that first one has bumped out yet or not but so you're telling me you can't come on the court or the field yes if you storm the court or the field you get penalized so if you if it was the third time within the time frame of what they keep up with it, and I don't know what that is, that could be a million dollar penalty. Goodness. Well, the thing that the the problem though is the per, people who have to pay the fine are, are not the people who do it. They're right. So, so, right, so right. what does any fan care? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know you you should try to get them to care, but good luck on that one. Yeah. You know, right. it's, you, it's yeah. A, yeah. You have security there, but they don't make much of an effort to stop them. But I don't know what can you do when you got ten thousand people on each guard. Well, I know? saw one reporter say I just saw somebody break their ankle. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Jim in cow. Alabama. Jim, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning, Rick Bubba. Hey, Jim. Ah, uh, I got an idea for the big boy costume. Okay. I think you should have a prize for somebody showing up at game day with a big boy outfit on with an I Love Bubba t-shirt. <laughs> uh, there it is. That's, uh, that, well, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's a possibility. You know, I, I, I found felt- a big boy mask. Did you? It's pretty uh, cool. Uh, uh, 
You know, you know. I know what you want. You know, I'm looking, for and I'm, I'm looking, but I've got. I a say mask. the suit that was in that video was pretty close. That's so what I'm looking yeah, for. That's yeah, that, it, we, we put a little stomach in that, and we got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He needed a little more plump too. Uh, let's, let's go to uh, Todd in Cherokee. Todd, Todd go ahead. Thirty Todd. seconds. How are you? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Now, hey. listen, I'm a Bama fan, but you got to understand this. In 2019, Nick Saban has been beaten by the Clemson Tigers the LSU Tigers, and the Auburn Tigers. If Nick Saban walks past a box of Frosted Flakes in the grocery store, he's going to go freaking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot of Tigers. Good night. That is That's a lot of Tigers. Funny. It is. You know, the listeners think of some of the strangest things yeah. that, that I, us broadcast how do you professionals think never think about. You know? yeah, I, I never thought he of that. He saw it on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> David, welcome no to Rick and Bubba. delivery, but he saw it on Facebook. David, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hey, guys, I tell you what, while all these Auburn and Alabama fans are reading the memes off Facebook that are funny, Yes, just just leave the championship stuff to UAB because we're headed to Boca Raton next weekend to try and be the only team in the state to win a conference championship. And I think it's pretty incredible that Bill Clark is doing so after losing 35 seniors last year. So the story continues, and hopefully they'll get that championship. And you guys have a great day. David, you, you saying things like that is going to get know. him on the short list at other jobs. David, how are you? With a, have you got your Ole Miss colors out? That could be where he goes next. Or Missouri. Mm. Of those or, two, I think he takes Ole Miss. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know if it's up uh, to him, though. I, you know what I mean. <laughs> or or Florida State or Arkansas. or If, you, if, you're, if, if you're, <laughs> you're trying to get your first coaching job in the SEC, do you go to the West or to the East right now? Mm. Ain't not uh, granted. Neither one of them cakewalk. Okay, mm. I got that. Mm. I might go to Florida State. <laughs> yeah, go to <laughs> and ACC stay, yeah. and stay out of it because yeah. you only got to deal with Clemson that's over there. there. Yeah, and that's difficult. But you know, the only thing is, I keep hearing this thing, and I don't know, Florida State fans, you would know that Florida State won't write them checks to get you the facilities and all that you need. Yeah. Modern day. Yeah. You know, there was a time the program was doing so well. You know, and you had Bobby Bowden and. Even when when Fisher took over and kind of built it back a little bit, but they, I've heard many people saying, Rick, they won a national championship not too long." Ago. I know, but I've heard many people saying they've got to get their facilities up. They're not they're not getting the recruits. All this over the top, like well, LSU just built a what eight ten million dollar something added on to yeah, theirs. Yeah, and I know I've got my war in my hand, but PJ Fleck did the same thing. No, in he Minnesota. did. No, he right. got them to you're spend right. a ton of money. Right, it takes an investment because well, for some Clemson reason now with one. these recruits more than ever. But why is Florida State not want to do that? I don't really see any loyalty. And recruits at all? No, no. I mean, there, there's you got your minuscule like the Bo Nicks, where my family loves this university mm-hmm. and my daddy played here, and this is where I want to be. But you don't see a lot of that anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, it's most like of it is. I, I'm looking. I'm. Look, I'm. I, they're looking at this kind of stuff now. It's like an arms race. I mean, you can't pay the players, so the money's going to the coaches. The money's going into facilities, and they just keep building yeah. up. Clemson's got a football building. I think Auburn just approved the building of theirs, uh, yeah. a football-only facility. So you see these things just keep getting built up because if you can't pay the players, which you may end up being, they're going to want to go to the place they got the nicest toys to play with. Well, and what did Bill Clark do when he went to UAB? He said, look, this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah like, it was. You gotta yeah, be, it was. we got to do better than this. Yeah. And uh, those things matter now. And the high schools are getting pretty nice, so yeah. you, you, you can't you can't step down to that level. No. Top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. If our time together has come to a close, go to rickandbubba.com. You can find all the different ways. You can grab all the Rick and Bubba content. You can stand. Thank you, and Merry Christmas from the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.